Oh, God. Hello. Hi. Hi, five listeners. Welcome to Perhaps It's You, an unofficial Unsolved Mysteries rewatch podcast. Does today have anything to do with Unsolved Mysteries? Not especially. No, not really. This is about us, the most important part of this podcast. Obviously. Me and Samantha. My name is Liz. I'm Samantha. We're going to answer some questions that you've had. Heck yeah. I don't know when this episode's going to go out. Uh, We've just wrapped up season two. I think so, yeah. This is some extra super duper bonus content Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we knew you had burning questions about the women behind the mics. Is it just that... We're pre-recording this because we got a bunch of shit going on in the beginning of September. Is it because Samantha is about to get married and we're like, we're not going to be doing a podcast that week. We better crank out some filler content. No, of course not. Of course not. We know this is what you wanted and we're giving it to you. You're welcome. Yeah, you're you're welcome. welcome. All right. Do you have anything to tell our listeners before we jump into the questions? I don't think so. Let's just, let's just do this. Okay. We asked for questions on Instagram in our Facebook group. And on our Facebook page. Oh, and Twitter. Yeah. So these are questions from all over. I didn't write down any of the names of who was asking these questions. Also, some questions got asked twice. So hopefully you hear your question in here and you get just a satisfactory we, just answer. we love you. We love you so much. We love you, five mil listeners. We couldn't do this without you. We could not. All right. Hand me, me with the first question. Okay. The first question is, how did you meet and become friends? It's a mystery. It was actually a lost love type situation. Yeah. No, it it was a dark and stormy night. I descended from my castle wearing a crimson robe and I looked out across the moor and I saw Samantha there I was drenched in the rain and I said interesting story (laughs) I said would you like to come inside and record a podcast about unsolved mysteries and I said of course that's my favorite thing ever (laughs) I wish that was true that would be much more interesting than the actual story yeah which is that our love of podcasts brought us together yeah we actually met on facebook i guess Mm -hmm. technically and technically yeah we're in a book club together and one day i was telling liz about the the unsolved mysteries amazon episode the kurt mcfall yeah she got me to start rewatching unsolved mysteries and then it was all both of us could talk about last summer and then someone, while we were talking about this, was like, you should make a podcast about Unsolved Mysteries. And with basically putting very lot, with a little thought into it, we were like, yes, we should. Yeah, that's literally how it happened. And we went to the library to record our first yes. episode. Yes, we did. And uh, we were like, the reason we say there's five listeners is because when I mentioned to people that we were thinking about starting a podcast, literally like five people told me, oh, yeah, I would listen. So I was like, okay, well... At least we have five. At least we have five. That's what we kept telling ourselves. Five people will listen to this. Because originally we were like, no one is going to listen to this. No one cares about us babbling about Unsolved Mysteries. But then we were like, no, we're going to do this for the five. At least five. And do some of those people not listen? Yes. But yeah. they've been replaced by other people. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. And who are we referring to? Our partners. Yes. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah, maybe. Um, possibly maybe, th- maybe they really let us down. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had known each other less than a year when we started this podcast. Yeah. We had, like, planned things together. We had, like, planned events together. That so was I, about it. I knew that Samantha was, like, a reliable person that I could work with and not want to murder. Same. But I didn't really know that much about her. So this podcast has been a learning experience. experience. And I think we just got really fucking lucky. I was just about to say, we also got really lucky because there's a chance that we could have I could have been on some political rant, and so I looked over the table, and Samantha could just be glaring at me, and she could have been like, Liz, respect the president. No, just kidding. I, knew, I already knew that wasn't true. But you know what I mean. Like right, We exactly. could have had some very big 
ideological differences and and then this podcast would have been done right then and there yeah i i'm kind of not great about disagreeing with people sometimes same so same <laughs> like i can't be in the same room with this person anymore yeah it's like well Sorry. we're never doing that again bye i'm yeah i'm definitely a person where if someone wrongs me i'm like well I'm, now i gotta burn down that bitch's house great <laughs> Was that part of the question? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. That's how we met on a moor in the dark storm. Do you want to do a question next? Sure. Um, Diana asked, what are Lenny's favorite treats? And I just found that hilarious because that was also the first question we got last time we did a Q&A. It was. People but are you like, have another dog since then. More so. into Lenny than like us. And that's, that's fine. That's, that's totally fine. So my dog, Lenny Briscoe, sort of the... Is he like the mascot of the? No, Robbie Stacky is the mascot. Yes, but Lenny and Curtis are the pod dogs. Oh, that's true. Okay, mm-hmm. so Lenny um, will eat his own shit. He's not a picky eater. Would you say that's his favorite treat? No. Okay, the other day he jumped up and grabbed a chicken bone right off my plate and swallowed it whole. <laughs> Lenny. Uh, He's yeah. He's a little rascal. He is not a picky eater. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, yeah, he sort of thinks he owns the place now after being here for a year. He's just like strutting around. Oh, yeah. Taking up the whole couch despite being a small dog somehow. No, they both, both Lenny and Curtis love those greeny things. Okay. Yep. Which is a shame because they are a fortune. Real expensive. But that's what they get before they go to mad because they're spoiled. Yes. That's their favorite. I think we had another question about dogs let me look on here <laughs> just so we can get those out of the way oh tell us about samantha's dogs who are they and then tell us more about liz's new dog oh, okay Curtis. sure so i have two dogs um gracie and renly they came from the humane society i don't know their history they're both mutts they came from southern states uh gracie came from oklahoma oh lenny came from oklahoma oh, maybe they knew each other probably, probably not <laughs> uh and Renly came from Indiana or Louisiana? I honestly okay. don't remember. But they came up here from like high kill shelters and came sure. to Minnesota to get adopted, which that's how they ended up with me. Minnesota uh, loves adopting pets, man. This and is a great place to be if you're a homeless pet it because is, you, it just warms my heart. Yeah, you won't be. It's one of my favorite things about this state. Yes. So they came here. I got them through the Humane Society, which is not affiliated with the Humane Society of the U.S. It's just a local Minnesota Humane Society. And uh, they've been great. I've had Gracie since she was a little puppy. I got her when she was three months old. They're about the same age, but I've had her since she was a puppy, and then I got Renly three years ago. So they're Aww. sweet. Um, yeah, that's that's them. Should Samantha get another dog, everybody? I might get another dog. Travis is I can't imagine having three, actually, because I only have two hands. <laughs> that's true that and is lenny true. is already stealing chicken bones faster than i can stop him so the thing about my dogs lately is that they in as they've gotten older gracie's eight and renly is six or seven approximately they're really lazy like yeah i feel like a lot of people have high energy dogs that are high maintenance and my dogs are super low maintenance that's nice especially in the wintertime neither one of them want to leave the house so <laughs> oh so they're me having got it yeah, it's got really it. nice so they're couch potatoes so getting a third one i seems uh, or a doable hedgehog for me. possibly a hedgehog. <laughs> uh yeah and then okay so they want to know about curtis so my other dog who i've only had for a couple months his name is ray curtis he was also adopted um he's supposedly three years old he, both of my dogs were rescues um curtis is from texas 
and Lenny is from Oklahoma. They were both in hoarding situations and got rescued out of that. So they're both a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) They both have some trauma. They're processing. Lenny is, I think, pretty much moved on. He uh, <laughs> he does really does think he owns this place. Yeah, he sure does. I've never um, pet Curtis. I hope to one day pet Curtis. He's a, Curtis is still pretty shy, but just loves Mac and follows Mac around all day. So they're kind of the odd couple right now, <laughs> where Lenny is like loud and boisterous, and Curtis just wants everything like to never change ever, and is much more orderly. But he really loves a walk. Oh yeah, so much he he could walk for like ten miles. And he likes to eat grass. Okay. <laughs> and uh, sometimes barks at me just for getting off the couch, which is a little insulting to point out how rarely I do that. So if he could, <laughs> if he could stop that, that would be great. They're so precious. I love Lenny and Curtis, and it's so adorable that they look like they could be like brothers. They're not they're at black all. Black and shaggy. Yeah. They're so cute. They make quite the pair. Yeah. Those are those are my pops, my furry sons. <laughs> So Maxwell over at Relic Podcast asks us, what real life mystery generally creeps you out and why? And that does not have to be from Unsolved Mysteries. That could be. What real life mystery generally creeps You know what? I have out. to say new, Michelle. That's a mystery that does creep me out. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go back and listen to our season one finale of Listener Stories. Someone wrote in with a story of new Michelle and... Well, it's creepy. We- guess who wrote in with it? Michelle. Okay. <laughs> We're still talking about it and it's been quite it's a while. the creepiest story I think I've ever heard. It Those Listener Stories were really spooky, they man. They were very spooky. Yeah. I would say the Mothman adjacent mystery oh, of Indrid Cold. Oh, yes. Actually, that might be even scarier. Indrid Cold is just one of those mysteries that generally creeps me out. I find it that so creepy. Mothman de- documentary really did get to me. Yeah. And Indrid Cold in particular mm-hmm. is scary as hell. Yes, that's a really good answer. Creepy AF. I don't think we've covered anything paranormal on Unsolved Mysteries that's really creeped me out yet. No, We've covered some so. murder cases that have creeped me out, but not in like a spooky way, in like a that's horrifying way. Exactly. There was that, um, the one sock, the sock mystery that we oh. actually did for when we recorded with Mike and Josh. Yes, the orange sock. The orange thing. sock. That's that terrible. was a scary mystery. Um, I do think there is an unsolved mysteries about Mothman, but it's not till like season six, so yeah. maybe that one will creep us out. I don't know, but we're already creeped out about Andrew Cold though. So that's a, I will. That's forever. a really good answer. Okay, someone asks, what is some of your favorite witchcraft-related media, movies, podcasts, or books, Oh, my favorite podcast is The Fat Feminist Witch. Yep. If you're not listening to that podcast, you absolutely should. Um, It's by Paige in Canada, and she just talks about things in a really, like, relatable, understandable way. She does book reviews. She does interviews. She talks about different witchy concepts. She just did an episode about chakras that was really good. She recently did one about fat phobia, which isn't actually witchy at all, but is super interesting and really well done. Um, so that is my favorite witchy thing. Also, there, if you're in the Twin Cities area, my favorite store is called The Future, Ooh. which we're in the Wit District right now. And it's kind of called that because of the store, which is like a witchy store and it also has classes and stuff. So if you're in the area, check that out. I love the future. 
Nice. Liz is much better for witchcraft related recommendations than I am, but I did read a witchcraft related book not that long ago. Oh. Um, it's a YA novel called The Wicked Deep by Shay Earnshaw. The audiobook was really good. The narrator was very has this very like atmospheric voice and like the story in general is kind of atmospheric and I think it would be a great book to read in the fall oh, around yeah. Halloween time and it's about uh this town on this well there's an island in the town but it's on this, the coast and each year boys and men go missing from this town and it's like these uh-huh, these uh-huh. witches that like were cur- you know they were they were killed for being witches and then they have this like curse upon the town and it's it's very interesting it was good it was about witches and i really liked it and if you like ya novels i think you would like this one my other recommendation would be if you're in chicago the store alchemy arts is really good Ooh, that's nice. also a witch store and i've been reading different books about witchcraft but i haven't really found my book yet if that makes sense yeah i haven't found the one for me okay KT wants to know Samantha's favorite ER episode or story arc. Um, well, Dr. Green was my favorite character. I'm so just gonna, I, I know love... nothing about ER, so I'm just going to be like, yeah, of course. Sure. So, I don't know. Okay, that, I don't know if, that, if Dr. Green was my favorite character, but I think the episodes that include Dr. Green are the best of ER. So, I would Totally. And it's been a really long time since I've watched ER, so trying to remember specific story arcs are a little bit difficult for me, so but why I you need to do the rewatch podcast. I know. It's time for you to rewatch. And I haven't had a lot of time. I've been meaning to now that it's on Hulu, I've been meaning to go back and rewatch ER. Um, I just haven't gotten around to it. But yeah, I would say those episodes in particular are the best. Okay. Are you going to start an ER rewatch podcast? I don't got time for that. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. If there's an ER rewatch podcast out there, I listen to it. I should look. I have yeah. There probably is. There's got to be at this point. There's a podcast about everything. Pretty much. We don't know how you found this podcast, but thank you. Because there's really so many. Yeah. I don't know how people find this podcast I have no at idea. all. Honestly. So, thank you very much. So someone wants to know what is the hardest part of hosting a podcast? I guess just the time. I was about to say the time. It's just a little bit of time consuming, um, especially if you're trying to put out an episode a week. Samantha's got to commute to my house every week. That's probably the hardest part, and I don't have to do it. That's not terrible. It's just, I mean, you have to have time to record. If you're like us and you're rewatching a show, you have to watch the show, and it takes about twice as long to watch the show because you're usually taking notes. Yeah. To pause and stuff like that. And then editing the podcast. So keeping a steady stream of episodes coming out each week can be a little bit time-consuming, but if it's something you like, it doesn't feel like a chore. Yeah, I mean, sometimes coordinating our schedules is a little difficult, but also, do we really do anything? No. If we're not, I don't. If we're not on a ghost <laughs> tour, or we have... Yeah, I don't know. So Too yeah, much. it's just a time commitment, I think, is the... But it's something fun for us to do. Yeah, as long as you like it, it doesn't feel like a lot of yeah. work. So yeah. that was, that's probably the hardest part. Okay, Josh at Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries asked us, what are we going to do when we get to the end of Unsolved Mysteries? Oh my god, I try not to think about that one. He, I told him, I already answered this question to him, and I said, we become a Kitchen Nightmares podcast. <laughs> I think we've, All right, I think so we've established decided. that. Uh... I mean, there there are some segments that aren't on Amazon. I guess we could do those. Well, yeah, are we even that's gonna, true. This is like years away. Are we even going to still want a podcast? There are 13 seasons of Unsolved Mysteries. We've done two. So far, we've done two in about a year. So that's several years left. Yeah. Who knows where we're going to be in several yeah. years? <laughs> we may be burned out. I don't know. Samantha will hate me by Who then. Knows? We don't have to worry about it. Who knows? Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Gordon Ramsay, Robert Stack, young Harrison Ford. Oh my god, okay. 
Damn. Okay, I put some thought into this because I've been writing down these questions. I would say marry Gordon Ramsay because that food. <laughs> sure, okay. You would yeah. eat well for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, Why I would, do I have to kill any of them? This is that's terrible. That's the game, Liz. This is terrible. I don't know. I would fuck young Harrison Ford. Well, yeah. And then I, I'm sorry, guys, I would kill Robert <laughs> Jack, but only because he's already dead. So, like, we're kind of already oh, used to it. Oh, yeah, that's true. I so. think that's actually a really good answer. Um, well, because I was going to say, obviously, I need to fuck young Harrison Ford, but also, he's been divorced a couple times. I don't know that that's, like, a great marriage pick. Okay, okay. And yep. he, like, you know he cheated on one of them with carrie fisher kind of understandable but kind of i don't yeah is, he's, is he great marriage material <laughs> i don't know that he is true is gordon ramsay gonna yell at me for being a moron all the time i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't really want to marry any of them <laughs> but i don't want to kill any of them either well you have to it's this game's game. terrible <laughs> okay yeah sorry sorry stack was a snack people that that doesn't stack really work. was a someone said that one uh that doesn't really do it for me we've seen that picture of him playing tennis you don't need to send it in thank you thank you (laughs) okay next question adela asks has anyone else ever complained about you laughing has anyone else yeah besides what besides the cackling oh joffrey that's right i never really Felt like I laughed very loudly until we started this podcast. Never really thought about it. But since then, every so often, we'll be meeting friends somewhere, and someone will come up and say, like, oh, I wasn't sure I was in the right place, and then I heard your laugh. (laughs) So, I guess I do? Yeah, I haven't had, other than Joffrey, any all-out complaints about my voice. I've had people give me what they think is helpful advice about my voice, but not overt sure complaints complaining about my voice no that kind of is reserved for the internet i guess i think so okay so this one actually i know who this was this was amanda who has designed several things for us shout out amanda you guys talk a lot about books and i love that as an avid reader i also love music what i read and listen to influences my art heavily so i'm curious what your favorite bands or albums are yes amanda what are your favorite bands and albums i'm gonna leave that question to you (laughs) Because I honestly don't listen to music. You guys, Samantha is so dedicated to podcasts and the podcast world and audiobooks that Mm -hmm. she doesn't have time for music. (laughs) She doesn't care what notes you're putting out there. No. I'm not on SoundCloud. I don't... Yeah, I listen to zero music, Um, unfortunately. I'm glad this is not the the first fact that I learned about Samantha, because I probably would have just turned and walked away. (laughs) It's like, I don't know how to deal with that. How can you live your life without music? I don't know. I love to talk about music. I was really excited to see this question, and I was like, oh boy, great. I can't wait to just babble about music that I like. Let's hear it. Can you pick a favorite? See, but now I'm like, where to even? Okay, so the the official band of this podcast, first of all, is Choir Boy because we gave away a record of theirs weirdly once (laughs) because I ended up with two copies. Totally normal thing. Totally normal. I saw them a couple months ago and they were great. So that there you go. We have an official band. (laughs) Perhaps it's you and it's Choir Boy and they're from Salt Lake City. I'm one of those annoying people. That's way too into the Smiths. Okay. Yep. And I, Samantha knows this. <laughs> I do. And I try to work that into conversations on a regular basis because I like can't help it. But I'm 
currently recovering. I feel like I'm a recovering addict <laughs> in that case. You don't have to at me with what you hate about Morrissey. I've heard it. <laughs> I know. I'm sick of his shit too. We're broken up. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm trying to move on a little bit, but I just love new wave post-punk music. If it was recorded in England in 79 and it's sad and a little bit gay, oh my God, <laughs> that is my heart. That is my heart and soul. Um, what was the first album you ever bought, Samantha? Do you remember? I think it was a Backstreet Boys album. Actually, I don't think I know it was Backstreet Boys. I'm going to say mine because it makes me sound really cool, which was I bought Bjork's Post. <laughs> On, cas- on cassette, motherfuckers, uh. because I am a 500-year-old vampire, and I have seen empires fall before me. <laughs> Was everything I did at that age that cool? No, but it just turns out <laughs> that that is the first album I got, and it is fucking solid. It stands up to this day. That's hilarious. The first album that I really like loved and was like, oh, I get music now? was Tori Amos's Little Earthquakes, which hilariously was given to me by my guitar instructor. <laughs> if a, if your guitar instructor gives you a piano-heavy album and says, I think you would like this. <laughs> Take the hint. That's a sign that you are not meant to play the guitar. <laughs> but, yeah, I, know, I, I could talk about this for another 20 hours. Maybe that's the podcast you should start. I, I was thinking about that, actually. But I feel like music is a little bit like sports. And if you get one tiny detail wrong, oh, the yeah. wrath of God <laughs> descends upon you. That's true, I think. And I, that's why I never talk about music. It's not like I dislike music. I just am not with it. And I don't listen to a lot of music. So I never talk about it. Same with movies. Because I'm like, I'm not going to get anything right. I mean, that kind of doesn't matter. I once had a co-worker say to me, and I find this really sad, that she doesn't get into music she's afraid she's gonna pick the wrong thing and oh, i was like well that that's impossible if you like it it's not if you like it it's the right thing unless it's like skinhead music like well, you're, yeah <laughs> you're, you're fine unless it's that then it's the wrong thing um i guess my other favorite band is pulp okay because i would describe my sexuality as 1996 jarvis cocker oh my god <laughs> what and different classes, just like that's a flawless album. I'm sure there's people out here that understand. Samantha's what you're like, about. I have no idea what you're talking about. But yeah. if you want to go see the sexiest thing I've ever seen, go find a pulp concert recorded in Germany. It's on YouTube from '96. Oh my god, I'll have to look that up. <laughs> he used to wear these sunglasses on his head for some reason. I don't know. It just works. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody's like Liz. Stop. <laughs> I could go on for another, I don't know, five days. Anyway, All God, right. I was really looking forward to that question. I can tell. And I have so much more You're I want to say, but I'm going to stop. Am I going to use this as an opportunity to make a playlist for the podcast group? Ooh, yeah, you should do that. I Fuck think there's yeah, people that would really like it. I am definitely Go join our that. Facebook group if you want access to Liz's playlist. <laughs> so you can, so I can pretend that you wanted to listen to that. That would be really great for me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, next question. Okay, um, Mary Jean asked, Samantha, are you going to have any Unsolved Mysteries elements in your wedding? I hadn't thought about it, and I'm probably going to say no, 
Yeah, I, I can't really imagine Travis would be on board with that. I also can't think of anything on Solved Mysteries that I'd want at my wedding. You're not going to walk down the aisle to the theme song? Well, we're not going to have an aisle. But if we did, it probably would not would not be that. Samantha's wedding is going to be quite intimate. Very small. We were going to have four guests. Six, if you count our photographer and our officiant. <laughs> I don't know so, those are guests. Maybe so. guests. Very small wedding. I will say that, like, the nerds we are, we have written our vows by piecing together Game of Thrones quotes. That's amazing. Because um, that's just, yeah, we're letting our nerd flag fly there. Ooh, but how excited are you about that wet and wild, clearly Game of Thrones inspired makeup collection? I might collection? buy the entire thing, which fortunately, wet and wild collections, it's like, what, 40 bucks to buy the whole thing? Yeah, not even, I don't think. So I'm extremely excited about it. I will literally buy anything Game of Thrones related. Do, do I own? I've also read all the books several times, and I own all of the books. But they came out with like a collector set that aren't like meant to be read. They're really small, but they're like leather bound, and it was like fifty. Did I buy that? Yes. Am I going to read it? No. It's just how much I love Game of Thrones. I get it. Song of Ice and Fire. So yeah, I will definitely buy that makeup. Uh, sorry, sorry, I interrupted your wedding talk to. Say it's it, like okay. it like one in the morning. I saw an email from Wet and Wild about it, and I was like, "Oh my God, Samantha, you'll love this!" And you were not wrong. <laughs> so no, I'm not having any uh, unsolved mysteries. You're not going to have the officiant wear a trench coat and like come out from behind a bush <laughs> or something. You know, it's a little too late, I think. But Robbie Stacky could be a witness. And then I'd love to have Robbie Stacky there. We could have some photos. With can them. Lenny and Curtis come? I think Curtis would bark at me the whole time. Yeah, for sure. So, and Lenny will not. probably like just like jump out and ruin everything. He'll like spill something. And yeah. Anyway, that would be a terrible idea. Don't do that. Yeah. I also I don't know. It's it's borderline bad juju to have Game of Thrones elements in your wedding. Wedding. I feel like. It's probably really bad juju to have unsolved mysteries <laughs> elements yeah. in your wedding. I'm not superstitious, but it would be a little ironic. Yeah, let's not do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm assuming this means what do you prefer or what do you think is better? The okay. question is wanted or unsolved murder? So which segments do you prefer? Oh, unsolved. Unsolved murder, for sure. Well, I don't particularly like the cases that are unsolved because you want some resolution, but America's Most Wanted segments, which is essentially what a wanted is, doesn't interest me. Yeah, occasionally it's like an interesting case anyway, but usually you already know who did it and it's usually some sort of robbery or something. They don't tend to be as mysterious or compelling stories, I don't think. No. No. Oh, I don't know who this is from. But it says, do you both or one of you believe in ghosts? Oh, I don't know if I want to say I'm on the fence about it. I would say I'm a, I'm agnostic about ghosts. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in them, but I wouldn't say that they're not real. And I mean, I'm just I, not sure. I personally feel like when you die, you die, and that's it. But people all over the world believe in ghosts. It, it, it crosses, like, cultures and religions, and I just don't... I'm not going to dismiss it out of hand. It seems possible to me. Yeah, you can't dismiss everyone's experience because so many yeah. people have ghost also, experiences. People, yeah, have really credible ghost stories, and why would they be making that up? I don't know. So exactly, and I feel like doing this podcast. I don't know if it's made me more open-minded, or it's just like it's definitely permission to do fun stuff that we want to do anyway, which sure. I appreciate about it. But then I think it also is just like, why not? Why not believe in ghosts? Yeah, yeah. What's the harm? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so someone wants to know if you could have lunch with any of the people featured on Unsolved Mysteries, alive or dead, who would you pick? 
What a weird question. <laughs> you know who f- immediately came to mind when I read this was Teresa, who was m- that missing person Matthew's friend. Yes. She seems super Stylish cool. Stylish Teresa, yes. fashion icon. Yes. I think she would. so weird because the person that popped into my mind was Matthew Chase, <laughs> which is the we person maybe- that segment was about. That's so, of all the cases, we both were like. That's oh, that the one. ATM case. Yeah, they both seemed really cool. Like, they would yeah. be fun to have lunch with. Yeah. Like, R. Matthew R. Chase, Matthew. like, took a, a mannequin to prom. I, he just seemed like this, like, Ferris Bueller type right. character. And I was like, oh, he would be fun to have lunch with. And his friend Teresa would come along, and it would be a great time. Yeah, that's what that's what we would do. The four of us would go out, and it would be great. It would be epic. Hell yes. Oh, now I'm kind of sad. I know. R.I.P. Matthew. So this is kind of an iconic question, which is, who should host the Unsolved Mysteries reboot? I know we've talked about this before. I I mean, I don't think she's going to do it, but Gillian Anderson is who I would want. That's my ideal. I think she would be great. I think she has the savage, cold demeanor (laughs) that Unsolved Mysteries requires. I think she's... You already associated with spooky stuff. Exactly. She would look great in a trench coat because she looks fucking great in everything. She's hotter than ever. That is who I would ideally want. If we couldn't have her, my second choice would be Lance Henriksen. I He's getting, I hate to say this, he's getting a little up there. <laughs> I don't know how much longer he's going to be on this plane. So maybe that's not the greatest choice. But he has just the best voice ever. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely on board with a female host. Yeah, I would like I it think to be a woman. that would be nice. So I think we could get like Mariska Hargitay. That would be great. I think she would, she would do a good job. She's definitely, you know, she has the Law & Order background, so... Yeah. The aesthetic is there. Yeah. And I just think she would take it seriously, and... I mean, she's and she's beloved, so it would get a lot of people to tune in and hopefully solve some mysteries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, if you could both um, host an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, which mysteries would you pick? And they specify that it can be any mysteries in the world. Oh. I think Mothman. I would want Mothman to be in our episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, okay. I kind of want crop circles to present the hedgehog theory in like a longer... I don't want to dismiss it as quickly <laughs> as that expert did. Dive. I want to do deep dive on the possibility that it is hundreds of hedgehogs marching in a circle. <laughs> also, I'm just really fascinated by that... I might get this name wrong. Audrey Moat case. Oh, yeah. The Louisiana case where... You probably remember it because... She was running into the swamp in her slip. <sighs> yes. That woman that went missing... Super spooky. ...while having an affair and is possibly just this creepy guy that was shooting at people from his yeah. porch and... Ugh. I would I would love... If, if I could pick a solution to a mystery, I think I might pick that one. And so I'm, I'm that would be a good one to host, too. I also just love idea of us hosting an episode of unsolved mysteries like we're both wearing trench coats yeah and we're just like in some like exotic locale i think that would be hilarious and some you know retirees are tuning in and they're like who the hell are these people and why did they get a host unsolved mysteries we host a podcast and, and then they're they like, go what's a podcast what's a podcast oh yeah hmm. producers of unsolved mysteries if you're listening yeah i'm sure you hate us but give us a call give also us, call us yeah call, call us. us we'll do it we're cheap not <laughs> union so <laughs> This is a very serious question. Liz. Okay, mm-hmm. embrace. Do you think Robert Stack Stack was a boxers or briefs man? Oh, I already said I was leaving this question to you. I briefs for sure. Come on. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, he's old timey. Of course, briefs. Boxers like didn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> 
When he would, and if they did, could you see Robert Stack wearing like Superman boxers? He, he, he's wearing those sock garter things, and you know it, right? Like. I don't think he was taking Elizabeth Taylor to bed and then taking off some boxers. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. No. <laughs> I've just been running with the questions. You had, that was all you had, I right? have, that's okay. all I got. I've got a bunch more. I've got some, like, getting to know you questions that no one asked. Oh, if okay. we need more questions. Okay. Some of these aren't going to take us very long, so we may, we may get to okay. those. Jazz Loon or Jazz Wolf? Oh, Jazz Loon. Jazz Loon's the original. Jazz yeah. Wolf is fine, but, like, there's nothing like Jazz Loon. This, there's just something so random about loons. <laughs> the jazz wolf is like, yes, hilarious. And if there was no jazz loon, I would think it was the greatest thing ever. But there's a jazz loon. There's jazz loon. So who the fuck cares about jazz wolf, right? Exactly. Exactly. Throw that in the garbage. Okay. <laughs> that was very serious. That, like, that and the fuck, Mary kill question. Very serious. <laughs> very serious. What segments of Unsolved Mysteries are you looking forward to? And which ones would you prefer to skip? All right, here's the thing. I've only watched a little bit of season three. We're kind of going into uncharted waters. I have watched none of season four. We're in the, like, here be monstrous part of the map. We don't really know what's coming forward. We were not looking forward to doing the RFK segment. Nope. Which we are recording later today. Yeah, no, we're not looking forward to that. I would also be fine with skipping frauds. Those just... Yeah, I mean, usually. They're kind of all the same. They're not super interesting. Occasionally, we get one that has like a weird element, like an old lady selling fruitcake. <laughs> yeah, but, that was a great one. Yeah, but for the most part, frauds are pretty boring. Yeah, those aren't great. I've really come around on the lost loves, and I sort of love them now. I've realized when we were talking about um, the teen murder spree case, mm-hmm. the Gainesville murders, that I'm really glad we don't do just like a straight up true crime podcast. Yeah. That was not fun to talk about. It's really and nice to get the weird, quirky, yeah, random mysteries thrown up. in because then we can actually make jokes. If it was just all brutal murder, I don't know. I wouldn't want to do it, honestly. I did not enjoy talking about that. I didn't enjoy learning about it. No, I kind of wish I didn't know. I mean, some of these segments make us cry. There's right. like a, it's a whole mixed bag. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I don't know what my point is. Thank you, Unsolved Mysteries, for not just being forensic files. Exactly. Because you would be like, well, another woman was brutally murdered by a man she thought loved her. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Being a woman is terrible. Thanks. Hard to make jokes about that. The people you think love you might murder you. Just keep it in mind. (laughs) great great it's great it's a great world yes i don't know who asked this question now i went to write down the name but i didn't when are you coming to my house for nachos three question marks listen i, I love, don't know i love me some nachos so are you in the area do, do you, you have us? nachos these are questions we need answered we might have to meet in a public place but you know what if you're not weird we'll come to your house for nachos. yeah sure yeah <laughs> we eat food people just send to us so, so we're yeah. not that picky <laughs> true also send us snacks thanks the snack supplies are low the snack supplies have dwindled yeah yeah it's unfortunate (laughs) looking over at the shrine seeing no snacks (laughs) um someone wants to know what the scariest murder segment is and we've kind of already touched on this all right orange sock was so orange sock the audrey moat case the matthew chase case isn't really that scary it just like got to me 
Yeah. The other one, I can't remember the victim's name, and I apologize, but is a woman who was murdered in her home and left between the washer and dryer. Ooh, yeah, when she went down to sell puppies. Yeah, that's awful. Oh, that one was scary. And then her small toddler is like the witness, and... Yep, that one was brutal. Horrible. Horrible. Brutal. And also, yeah, the Gainesville case we just covered was That one was so terrible, terrible and the unnecessary. One, and I also forgot the victim's name, but he was the banker that was put on the chair. Oh, Dan Short, Dan- that fucking yeah. chair. Yeah. We just covered that one. That uh, one was really scary. And also, the bo- the Las Cruces Bowling Alley Massacre. Oh, yeah, we're talking about that later today. It's terrible. Yeah, you've already heard that one if you're listening to this episode. It's really, really awful. Yeah, so there's a lot of scary murder segments. The thing Unsolved Mysteries does, too, which we kind of realized when we were talking about the Dan Short case, is that just the way they shoot it is really spooky. Because if you watch the forensic files on that case, it's... it's no, it was all about duct tape. I mean, it's murder, and murder's and always scary, but it wasn't spooky no. the way that Unsolved Mysteries shot it. So. so good thing I watched this show as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly didn't make me the person I am today. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So someone wants to know, how did you decide what to do with your lives? <laughs> that is a presumptive <laughs> question. Yeah, this assumes that we know what we're doing with our lives. Yeah, uh, when I figure that out, let me know, because I am unaware that I have. Yeah, and I think... I mean, when did I we decide to become the world's most famous podcast host? On, when a, we were, on a whim? Well, yeah, when we were sitting in a bar talking about unsolved mysteries incessantly and someone said you should host an unsolved mysteries podcast and we were like maybe we will bitch i know and then we did and i'm pretty you know i'm i feel like i'm on a career path that i I like but i stumbled into it i wasn't really planning on doing what i'm doing now so i wish i had like a really philosophical answer for you but i don't i have no idea what i'm doing so unfortunately i can't answer that question get back to me when you you when you figure out what i'm doing let me know yes or give us some advice because we could use it yeah okay if you could have a podcast about anything else besides unsolved mysteries what would it be i sort of am like why don't i have a podcast about post-punk music because i got so excited to answer one question (laughs) yeah you might need to have that obviously kitchen nightmares i feel like samantha should do like a book podcast I would like that, actually. Yeah, Maybe I would if you do a did, like, a books. much shorter podcast, was, like, 15 minutes, where you're just like, you should read this book. I love BookTube, which is people who have YouTube channels where they just talk about the books they read. Yeah. So I would do a book I podcast. I feel like you should do something like that. That sounds like a lot of work, but that is the podcast <laughs> I would do if I had another one. What would you call it? Oh, that's a good question. I have no idea. Read a book. <laughs> Read a motherfucking book. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a chant we heard at the rally we went to a few yeah. weeks ago. Samantha and I were rioting, as usual. <laughs> no, we were protesting, as is our civil right. And one of the chants was, read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. <laughs> and I've never seen Samantha happier, honestly. Was, honestly, that's like, you know, my that's war her, cry. That's her kink. Yep. Read a motherfucking book. <laughs> I don't know if that would get past the iTunes checks or whatever, but well, read a whatever. motherfucking book. Whatever. Um, let's see. We're coming to the end of, of of all the butts on Unsolved Mysteries. Which butt is the best butt? Yeah, that's a question for you because somehow I'm not noticing. Liz never noticed the butts. There's so many tight <laughs> jeans in this show. I guess I got. I don't know. I guess only, that's not what I've been doing. Only two butts so revi- really stand out to me. So revealing. 
the reenactor. Oh, that's another really horrible crime. I know. Case. That's the thing. I don't want to say that the butt in that mystery was the best. Well, but okay. because it was such a sad case, but it's it was not the, the reenactment. It was not the victim. It was. The, we wouldn't do that. No, it we're was not garbage people. No, it was the actor who played the victim in the case where the couple from Canada were murdered. The lesson and why you should never come to the United States. Yeah. They visited here and were immediately brutally murdered, and it's so terrible. Really? <laughs> one of the reasons why I talked about that butt is because everything else about that segment is horrible. So it was like, well, this guy had a nice butt. Yeah, that's the only light in the darkness. It really was. So that actor had a really great butt. And then, yeah, the, the what's cocaine. This guy? The cocaine. The actor who the played guy the, the cocaine suspicious runner. Suspicious amount of boxes yes. and perhaps a hat. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't People remember what like, he was wearing I, on his head. We, we might have been looking at different parts of him. <laughs> so we're unsure if that was the same actor or not. I think this is the last question I have, which is, what are your favorite flavors of LaCroix? Okay, I am an apricot bitch. <laughs> because it kind of tastes like peach, um, clearly Canadian, the okay, drink of my yep. youth. Yep. And it's it's very similar, it's just not as sweet. So but I also really like coconut and pomplamoose. No, not pomplamoose. Passion fruit. I like passion fruit, and I like um, coconut, but I'm a polar fan all the way now i don't yeah. really even buy lacroix anymore samantha's like lacroix was that because i love polar that's water. my bath water now <laughs> i only drink polar and i found that the cvs by my house carries the seltzer aid oh. line i haven't been able to get blueberry from them because i think someone's going there every day buying out before i can get there but the mango one is really good and then someone posted in our facebook group that polar has this like mythical creatures yeah. Line of, they have I, like thought a, they, I thought that we were being pranked for a second. They posted a picture so I know it's real. They there had like, like a, a Yeti flavor, a mermaid flavor. I don't like know too, where you could find this. A too appropriate for you. I know. It was like, your favorite beverage comes in mythical creatures. And you're like, what? That's yes. like... There's not a Mothman flavor yet. That almost but makes me go, from Polar oh, there's a god. I know. But the problem is, is that I don't know where I could possibly find this. Because I can barely find the blueberry i don't know how i'm gonna find unicorn flavor because also it's funny that something that's hard to find is unicorn unicorn. yes i think it's very appropriate yeah i want to taste it so bad but i don't know where it is i don't know i really like the polar water it's just really flavorful it does taste more like a natural fruit flavor Mm -hmm. the blueberry literally tastes like blueberries it's so good i've yet to try the watermelon lemonade but i think that would be really refreshing lovely yeah. I love how seriously we're taking this question. Like, most people would be like... It was like a joke question, but we're like, next. let me tell you. All right, all right, you got 20 minutes? <laughs> I got a lot of thoughts and feelings. Let's break this down. Yes. We take seltzer water Did very I seriously. Did I text Samantha this morning to warn her that we were out of LaCroix in the house? That because I thought maybe she would want to stop. <laughs> it's like, look, I'm sorry. There's no LaCroix. I'm going to be late because I got to get some LaCroix. I really need a grocery shop. There's nothing in the house. Okay. That was our last question. Do all you, right. Do you want to ask a few more? We got some, some time. Yeah. I just pulled off one of those stupid, like, getting to know you question tags off the internet. And let's, 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 let's see if any of these are interesting. Samantha, are you named after anyone? Um, my, Samantha is just a name that my parents liked. I actually, my middle name was going to be my first name, which is my maternal grandmother's name. And that is Mabel. Oh, that's right. But my mom and dad had a big fight before I was born about my name. My dad thought that I would hate them forever for giving me an old lady name, as he as he called it. Um, is I that should, true? I think the name Mabel is very pretty. 
And I don't know any Mabels. Um, there was seven Samanthas in my grade in high school. Oh my god! But I also really like the name Samantha. So yeah, I'm. You're named after the American Girl doll, as far as I'm concerned. Sure. Um, my first name is not Liz. Surprise! Ba, ba, ba. It is Sarah. My full name is Sarah Elizabeth. I started going by my middle name after the fifth grade when we had a Sarah Plan and Tall unit. <laughs> also, there was like seven Sarahs in my class, and it was terrible. That's a common name, yeah. That is the most common name of the year I was born. So I'm named after my great aunt, Sarah Elizabeth. So sorry to her that... You changed your name? Sorry to her ghost that I go by Liz now. <laughs> Question two. When was the last time you cried? Probably like on this podcast talking about Unsolved Mysteries for me. I cry a lot, so it's really hard for yeah, I think also. the last time I... Okay, so I just finished um, a series of books, and the last book was very sad. It had a very sad Aww. moment. It had a seri- very sad end to a character, and I cried reading that book. Mm, fair enough. What book was that? Uh, it was the Red Rising trilogy, and I'm not going to say which book it was, because I don't want to spoil which character oh, sure, died. Sure. <laughs> but that's a trilogy I would really recommend if you like sci-fi. It was great. And the the book that I cried in literally ruined me. It was the saddest Aww. book I've read in a long time, but also one of my favorites. So There's a way I have not been reading that much fiction lately is that I used to read a I mean, I like sad sack music. I used to read a lot of sad sack novels, and I'm just like... Can't do it. Can't, I'm not up for it these days. I get it. I'm not up for books that are like, what is the purpose of life? Why are we... <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know. No. Things are terrible. Yeah, that's why I'm reading sci-fi also instead of like contemporaries. Because you're, you're going to join it. the Space Force? <sighs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, I think the Space Force is fine so long as it's President Trump is on the first rocket. To the sun. To the sun. Yeah. He should, he should lead by example. Exactly. Into the sun. Okay. <laughs> Do you use sarcasm a lot? <laughs> Never. Never. No, I Never. don't know. I don't know what that one's talking about. I frequently think of a girl in high school who told me that sarcasm is a stronghold for the weak <laughs> and laugh. <laughs> this happened, I don't know, 20 years ago. I'm still laughing about it. <laughs> stronghold for the weak. First of all, what teenager talks like what? that? What? Yeah. She was, she was, she was trying to she tell me like to knock it off. She at parties. Yeah. And I probably said something sarcastic to her like oh. that. Like, oh yeah great also can i stop it no it's It's like in my dna that's just how i am all right um what is your eye color samantha my eye color is green my eye color is i don't hazel i guess yeah they look brown right now but they're they're hazel eyes change colors which is greeny browny witch eyes according to my mother okay scary movie or happy endings happy endings i don't watch scary movies yeah, I mean, I guess neither of those things. <laughs> I'm not into, really into either of those. So, no. That's my answer. Sure. Liz likes a tragic, horrible ending to her movies. I mean, maybe that's why I'm not really watching a lot of movies. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. My sad sack taste is, is just bumming me out. Uh, favorite smells? <laughs> So I like how random these this questions is really are. Really random. I like eucalyptus. Sure, yeah, that's a lovely smell. smell. I love the smell of alfalfa. If you grew up on a farm, that okay. might bring back some happy memories. I mean, I've had guinea pigs. It brings back so. yeah, happy memories for me. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't particularly like floral scents. I like clean scents. That's my preference. Sure. My favorite smell is rice cooking in a rice cooker. 
That is a disgusting <laughs> smell to me. I love it. That's very specific. I mean, that's just like from my house growing up. Okay. But it has happy white memories. rice cooking. I love that smell. That's so I funny because that's someone... like one of my least favorite smells. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I wish that was a perfume. I would spray that on myself. <laughs> I'm glad I it's not. love it. <laughs> Lenny barks at the rice cooker, and then I'm always like, "You are no son of mine." Maybe it's haunted. He just doesn't like the clicking noise it makes, but also, it's making us rice. Be thankful. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's the furthest you've been from home? I took a trip to Peru. Yes. Two years ago, and that's probably the furthest I've been from home. Not probably, it is. I don't really know how to answer that question, so I'm just going to skip it. Okay. (laughs) Because when I was places further from here, I lived there so yeah so that was your home so i'm a little confused about that one how about the furthest you've been from where we are right now I, you were in you went to japan right or you yeah, lived, we in, lived japan? in japan for a couple of years when i was a kid so i guess that's the answer okay we traveled around there it was very nice i have very fond memories of all of it do you have any special talents no <laughs> yeah no also no no um what do you want to be when you grow up <laughs> That's a big one. A famous podcaster. No, I don't I don't know. If yeah. I could be anything, I think I've said this in our last q and I would love to own a garden center. Oh, yeah. And just play with plants all I day. I want to be Dangerous Linda, I think. Oh, my God. I'd love to be Dangerous wanna, Linda when I grow up. Dangerous Linda always refers to the world of, like, psychics and mediums and stuff as the, the biz, biz. And I really want to be in the biz. I think we kind of are in I the think biz. we're, like, adjacent to the yeah, biz. Yeah, we're close, at least. Because she did make that announcement about us being on the tour, and it was, like, so exciting it to be recognized by Dangerous Linda. I was like, I'm the coolest! Okay. Who was your first best friend? Um, oh, my first best friend was a girl named Hannah, and she babysat I us. I love that name. I know. And I, honestly, I think about her a lot. She, I think she has a couple kids these days. Aww. We found her on Facebook once, but I think she no longer has Facebook. Anyway, that was my first best friend. She was a neighbor and she babysat us, but we were pretty close in age. Yeah. Cute. How about you? I really wish my name was Hannah. It's a beautiful name. I guess my first best friend was Charlotte, and that was when we were living in England, and I, I'm still friends with her on Facebook. I love that name, too. I Charlotte know. is beautiful. She was my Charlie. Oh, that's she became so cute. a veterinarian and lives in Australia and has a couple of redheaded, beautiful children. And Ugh. and I just look at her and I'm like, man, you really have your shit together, Charlotte. <laughs> Unlike me. God, I love that name, Charlotte. Yeah. yeah, she was great. Shout out to Charlotte, who is not listening. Um, oh, what a horrible question. What is your least favorite thing about yourself? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. How much that. time do you have? Yeah, that's awful. Why would... I, I, it used to be my voice, but then you suckers pay to listen to it, so it cannot be that bad. Yeah, anyway. Funniest moment throughout school? I hated everything about school, <laughs> so I don't know if I can even answer that. Yeah, that's really true. Um, what immediately comes to mind is I was once playing mini golf with resident librarian Megan, and I, like, fell off a, like cliff like it wasn't all one level it like kind of spiraled up and i like went to get my ball at the edge of the you know little cliff thing Uh and the ground just crumbled from neath me and i fell wearing a dress i just like fell at the bottom (laughs) 
And then later, we were having dinner at Steak and Shake, and I felt a spider <gasps> crawling up my back, and I had to be like, excuse me, and then, like, went, go outside and, like... That's a very controlled response to that. I would have ripped my dress off at dinner, screamed, (laughs) ran around. Well, also that if you, I don't, they don't have steak and shakes everywhere, but they have really big windows. Like it's like the front of it is just all like a big window. So it was like me outside like, ah! (laughs) I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. That sounds hilarious. And what grade were you in? Maybe senior year of high school. Okay. Sometime in high school. I honestly can't think of a single funny thing I ever I'm sure certainly there was funny things, but... I mean, that's kind of funny. I try not to think about when I was in school. That's always the thing I bring up is, like, if you've ever done, like, an icebreaker thing, and you have to say your most embarrassing moment. I always say that. It's not really that embarrassing. It's, like, more kind of fun. But I once said that, and then this person was like, oh, lucky spider. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Gross. I mean, he was really gay, so I guess it's all right. Okay. Um, three things that upset you. Mm. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> state of the world. I was going to say. What, state of the world. doesn't upset state you of the world. Okay, uh, after that, people who are bad tippers. Oh, yeah. Nothing is worse than when you think you're friends with someone and you go out to eat and then that person's like, I'm going to tip 5%. And then you're like, oh, guess, guess, guess we I don't, can't be friends We're not anymore. friends. No. Don't like you. Uh-uh. That, I would say, for sure. Um, people that make jokes about, like, food stamps. Yeah. That's tacky shit. Uh-huh. That's completely unacceptable. Completely. Um, I mean, there's so much, really. I, yeah, it's hard for me to even pick just three. <laughs> people who tell, think we don't need libraries anymore. Yeah, fuck those people. What is? There was an article recently. It's like, we have Amazon. Why do we need libraries? As if those are equivalent in any way. <laughs> yeah. What? So that, I mean, it's it's really not hard to get under my skin. No. Maybe you've noticed. Same. Uh, yeah. One word that describes you. <laughs> Just a pause. This is like the most common question, but also like one of the hardest to answer. I yeah, feel I like. Yeah, I don't even. Uh, weird? Is spooky bitch one word? Hyphenate it. This is hashtag, hashtag spooky bitch. <laughs> okay, okay. That's mine. I like that. Does that make any sense? Spooky, spooky, spooky bitch. bitch. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Canada, maybe? No, it has to be relatively warm. I'm going to say Spain. I would love to go live in Peru. I brought that up earlier. Where it's a place I've visited. I love that country. I could eat that food was, all day long. My reaction is, Samantha, you can't go live in Peru if I'm living in Spain. Oh, God. How would we do this podcast? Oh, no. We can't We can't figure out how to use Skype. We're it wouldn't gonna, work. We're just going to have to stay in Minnesota, guys. All right. Well... Do you consider yourself a good cook? No. Yeah, really no. Travis does all the cooking for us. I'm yeah, Mac really is our cook. Occasionally I'll cook something, but I have to be like inspired. I'm I consider myself a good baker and I yeah, really enjoy I'm baking. At baking. But I cannot cook. Nor do I enjoy it. <laughs> and it's just every I'm like, I have to feed myself again? God. <laughs> this is so annoying. Um what is this question? What's on your mind? What? Is this a grandpa asking this? Yeah. I don't... I don't know. What is it on my mind? Yeah. Let's leave that as our last question. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. What's on your mind? I 
their wedding, know. the house we're building. Yeah, Samantha's got, Samantha's got a lot on her mind. Super busy at work. What isn't on my mind is really a better question. My, what's on my mind is how can I make this podcast more about the music I want to talk about <laughs> instead of Unsolved Mysteries? This podcast can be whatever we want because it's our podcast. It's true. All right, we're going to end with three things that make you happy. Oh, okay. Um, my dogs. Yes. Seeing their dumb, happy little faces every day. No, it's true. How did I live without my dogs? I have no idea. I don't remember what that world was like. I have no idea. Uh, number two is audiobooks. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I honestly was just thinking today that I would never read as much as I can if it wasn't for audiobooks, and I'm really thankful they exist. Sure. You need one more thing, Samantha. There's got to be something out there in this whole, whole, giant, horrible world that makes you happy. Polar seltzer water. I don't know. There's all kinds of things that make me happy. Good thing Travis doesn't listen to this because he's like, you didn't even say me. No, this is not I'm like... I'm number four after polar seltzer water. What? This is not like Thanksgiving. Your family. Where you have to go... There's a certain thing you have to say. These are just three things that make you happy. Not the top oh, three. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not, you know, the only three things you can take to a desert island. These are just three of the things. Okay. House plants. Yes. I don't know. I'm a really boring person. That's a good answer for you. I love a house plant. You really, really do. Mm-hmm. How about you? I want to hear it. <sighs> Cadbury mini eggs yes. on clearance after <laughs> Easter. <laughs> yes. Very specific. One of the best things that ever happened to me is so, you know, and Easter came, I went, I went to the store, they had like a couple bags left and I bought them and I slowly rationed them out, you know, I'd eat them. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh no, Mac. I'm all out. And Mac would be like, are you? And he would like pull out another one. And he did this one year like three or four times. He kept having one more. I'd be like, oh no, I don't have any more mini eggs. My favorite. And he'd be like, here's another one. Is this the best love story ever it written? It was very romantic, honestly. <laughs> so there you go. There's one. Um, Finding a, a show on Netflix that I'm actually, like, enjoying, and there's a bunch of episodes left to watch, and you can yes. just, like, lean back, content. And know that you have 20 more episodes <sighs> That is before it's over. The very It makes sense that I redo a TV podcast, because... That's all, all, all I do. It's my truest love. I My sister-in-law once posted some meme about, like, children needing to go outside because people don't have memories of watching TV, and I responded like, no, <laughs> best memories of my life are watching TV. I realize you're like an athletic person, <laughs> but I was an indoor child and my absolute best memories. Actually, I should have said this for my childhood. My absolute best memories are watching The Simpsons with my brother. Like those are my best childhood memories. So television, because that. Okay. One, okay. it's like working for you. You know, sometimes that's a struggle. You got to find like a good show that actually has more than stupid england makes shows you love them and there's like five episodes i know then you have to cry yourself to sleep i know did travis and i just finish nailed it on netflix and i almost cried <laughs> I, that could have been my answer for the last time i cried when i watched the last episode of nailed it i missed yeah. that show also the last time i cried was probably the day before i got my period let's be real yeah same um <laughs> i don't care if that's too much information that's just the way that things work it's the answer to the question it's the answer to the question i need one more thing that makes me happy yeah Shoot. Um, Why am I completely drawing a blank? Nothing. Here, I'll throw in some things that make me happy. Baked potatoes. Oh, yeah, sure. French fries. Anything made out of a potato. 
estate sales. <gasps> yeah. Going through dead people's <laughs> shit is my favorite. <laughs> particularly if they live in a brick bungalow and they haven't bought anything since 71 and they were somehow also hoarders oh this is liz's dream oh oh yes my goal in life is to leave behind a great estate sale there's nothing i like more than rummaging through people's things picking out a bunch of stuff that i want and then going to some old lady to find out how much it costs and, and then it's her like, looking at like the thread and like just the rant like <laughs> they never they want you to buy the big stuff and get it out of there and i've always like picked up just like one book one whatever and they're just like i don't know five dollars like get out of here <laughs> like they'll seriously be like you can just have that <laughs> we're not even gonna charge you and i'm just like yes that's my favorite that's great yeah. Good I'm a, question. I'm a sucker for the old Pyrex. So we're sitting by a case of... There's a lot of old Pyrex in Old that. Pyrex for my aunt. Yeah. So I guess that makes me happy. Yeah. My dogs. Yeah. You know. A nice 75 degree day. Yeah. Yeah. Autumn. Oh, a pump, ghost pumpkin tour. Pumpkin spice because I'm a basic bitch. Uh, going to pick a pumpkin I love. Yeah. I like carving a pumpkin. Yeah. That's fun. I I mean, I, it's all love and hate with me. They're so like metal, <laughs> little metal road. That's true. Yeah. I'm either seriously annoyed or just full of joy. There's like no in between. <laughs> I either want to know everything about it and I'm going to go check out five books from the library. Even if it's something I've just heard of. It's like, oh, well, this is my new favorite thing. Do, 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 which is a little embarrassing and annoying. Or it's just like, really that? Mm. Okay. Like, wrong. Like, you're not. That's a wrong answer. <laughs> I'm not interested in that at all. Yeah. All right. Is that the end? Is that other questions? I think that's, that's the end for now. This has probably been a reasonably long episode. I think people have learned more about us than they ever wanted to know. I think that's true. So, you're welcome. Thanks for submitting so many creative and funny questions. Yes. You all are the best. Yes. Should we plug our shit real quick and then get out of here? Yes. So follow us on all of your social media platforms at Perhaps It's You. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Liz runs the Twitter. I run the Instagram. We both run them like our personal accounts. Sorry about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just how that world works. Join our Facebook group. It's a great way to interact with us. And that's I'm going to put a, a playlist whether you like it or not. Hell yeah. Go check that out. You can just search Perhaps It's You on Facebook. It's the only one. Uh, you can email us at Perhaps It's You podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And is that it? I don't know. I think that's really it. We only accept five-star reviews. Yeah, please review us on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. But only if you're going to give us a five-star review. Thanks. Yep. Bye. Bye.